olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés, podcast número 13, Halloween. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast. Hello, Isabel. How are you today? Hello, Felipe. I'm fine. And you? I'm very well, thank you. But it's very cold outside. Yeah, but we love the English weather, don't we? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> Do you love the English weather? No, I don't. But I want to look on the bright side. Yes, yeah. You must look on the bright side. Otherwise, you get very depressed here in Cambridge. It's very cloudy and windy and cold and the trees are losing their leaves. But on the bright side, today we got an extra hour in bed, didn't we? Yes, which is always good. Yeah, because the clocks went back one hour. Mm -hmm. So we get an extra hour. Yeah, but it will be darker earlier. Yeah, that's the downside. We'll have shorter, <laughs> shorter days, I think. Longer nights. When you, yes, when you finish work now, it will be quite dark. Uh-huh. So, have you got lights on your bike? Yeah, I do. So, you, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Very important to have lights on your bike in Cambridge. If you don't have lights, then you will... You'll get run over by yeah. a car or a bus. Yes, or you'll get a fine mm -hmm. from the police. So, anyway, in this podcast today, we're going to talk about Halloween... First, we, we'll talk about the history of Halloween and where it comes from and why we celebrate it. And then we've got some scary stories. Some of them true, some of them are urban legends. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about a very scary topic. And that's the topic of the Cambridge Halloween murderer. Yeah, there is a Cambridge serial killer out there. Yes, very scary stuff. Okay, <laughs> so first of all, the history of Halloween. Do you know the history of Halloween, Isabel? Do yeah, you know? I think, yeah, more or less. Everyone thinks um, it, it all started in America, but it didn't. No, it didn't really. It actually started, well, in Western Europe. Um, it's kind of a pagan tradition um, that uh, pagans used to celebrate at the end of the harvest period so at this sort of time of year when all of the crops were ripe and ready the farmers would collect their crops and they would um, have a lot of food and they'd be preparing for the winter period and the 31st of October was also significant for them because they believed that the dead came back to life during this uh, period and the living and the dead would sort of mix together during this period so they would have bonfires and uh, the bonfires would attract insects and the insects in turn would attract bats to the these kind of festivals so that's part of the reason why we have a lot of bats around during Halloween um, also because of vampires Mm -hmm. and, um, and they were all wearing costumes, weren't they? Yeah, they all wore costumes and masks and they danced around the bonfires to try to please the evil spirits. Um, so 
the evil spirits wouldn't damage their crops. Mm-hmm. So that's basically where it comes from. And then it spread across to America. And then it's even started to spread into some Arabic countries nowadays. Some Arabic countries are starting to celebrate it. But what about in Spain? Well, in Spain, uh, we also have uh, fancy dress parties. So, yeah, usually uh, people dress up as ghosts or skeletons, uh, witches, vampires, uh, mm-hmm. devils. Devils, yeah. Uh, bats, yeah, all these kind of uh, dresses. Uh, we don't usually buy pumpkins and carve them and put candles inside. It's not very typical because uh, in Cambridge I've gone around the neighborhood or this, the town and you can see them in the in the windows of the houses, yeah. in many, many windows. But uh, to be honest, I've never seen one. In Spain. No? Never seen one in Spain? No, I suppose some people do it. Yeah, they look quite cool, don't they, at night? Yeah, no. They they put the candle inside and it's it's like a little lantern. Yeah. It's quite quite nice to see. Yeah, it's quite nice, but yeah, it's not typical to see them in Spain. And um, the uh, trick or treat, you know, when they knock on the door and they ask for sweets. Yeah, we call it trick or treating. Trick or treating, yeah. Some kids uh, are starting to do it. I think it's becoming bigger, but it's also not as popular as here. But uh, yeah, in my neighborhood, there are a few kids going around the houses and they knock on the door. But uh, my dad is not a big fan of Halloween. And he's always like, he looks through the window, like hiding, and he (laughs) says... It's those bloody kids. Don't answer. Don't open the door. Don't answer the door. <laughs> yeah. the trick or treaters. Yeah. Yeah, and we would say, Dad, buy some sweets for next year, and you will avoid annoying them because we always get eggs thrown on our house. Yeah. So the yeah. next day, like the window of my room has a, an egg splashed against <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, difficult to get it off. Yeah, it's really difficult, and there is something curious in my neighborhood, which I also don't think is very common in Madrid, but I think some people in this area, they started making a group that throws eggs, they buy lots of eggs, uh-huh. they hide, and they throw them on the bus or throw anywhere. At the bus. At yeah. the bus, yeah. And it's become bigger and bigger, and now it's like they make uh, events on Facebook or on the internet, and more people from other places come. In your neighborhood? Yeah, it's just like a yeah neighborhood near my neighborhood. Okay. And, so you're and, safe. Uh, uh, no, because they also come to my neighborhood and throw eggs at my house. And but only if you don't answer the door, I suppose, because when they knock on yeah. the door, they ask you, trick or treat, what do you want? Yeah, if you don't answer the door, yeah, but for example, they throw it on the bus or in other places just as a vandalism act or yes. things like that. And now we have like police every Halloween, every 31st of October, there is police in this neighborhood trying to protect yeah, yeah. people it's, or yeah, cars. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's yeah. also a big problem in the UK because, uh, well, the police, they prosecute you if you carry out the trick part. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, yeah, people. some people throw eggs, but some people do much worse things like scratch people's cars or smash windows. Oh. It's terrible. Yeah, very bad. 
Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And have you ever been trick-or-treating? No, I don't no? think so. Have no? you? Yeah, I used to go with my friends just around uh, the houses in, in our village. Um, and we used to come home with lots and lots of sweets. And it was good fun. Yeah, and did you trick anyone? Um, yes, we did, but we didn't do anything too bad. I don't, I don't think we threw eggs. <laughs> what we is just, not too bad We for just you? had a water pistol kind of thing on their face yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most people say treat anyway most people had sweets yeah, yeah, ready I for know. you so anyway so okay and uh, well also in Spain there is something uh, that you don't do in England and it's uh, on the 1st of November it's, uh, that day is the day of all the saints so it's like you pay tribute to all the people that have died, any members of your family or friends. So everyone uh, buys flowers that day and they go to the cemeteries and and go and visit their, the people that they've lost and they leave flowers on their, yeah. on their graves. I think that's something we don't really have in the mm -mm. UK. I don't think there's this particular day when everybody goes to visit the graveyards. Okay, so now we're going to tell you some scary stories and these ones are true, okay? So, um, Isabel, tell us your scary Halloween story. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, I would like to say some people call this night the Devil's Night and oh. it's because it's a very good occasion for masked murders to kill people. Masked? So people... So murderers who wear who wear a mask, yeah, they take the chance on this night to commit their crimes. Yes, because there's so many people with masks, they mm -hmm. can they can blend in. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so it's uh, actually uh, quite a scary night because many crim crimes have been committed committed on the 31st of October, mm -hmm. and uh, I've read about uh, the case of Peter Fabiano. And he lived in Los Angeles, and this was in 1957. Mm. So on the 31st of October, he was at home, and someone knocked on his door. <laughs> and they asked him, trick or treat? And that's the last thing he heard. Because oh. the person that was on the other side of the door was wearing a mask and a gun. And this person... He had a gun. Yeah. yeah, he had a gun. And this person shot him on the chest. In the chest. In the chest. And he died. And the person ran away. He, The person got into a car and ran away. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but then the police found the murder. The, mu the murderer? The murderer. And it was a woman who was in love with uh, this man's wife. She was a lesbian and she was in love with this man's wife. So it was a woman who did it? Uh-huh, oh she was wearing a mask. Oh dear. Maybe uh, yes, he went to Yale. Yale University? Yale prison. Oh, jail. <laughs> okay, jail, not Yale. Jail. Jail. Or prison. She went to prison. Prison. Oh dear. So perhaps that's why your dad doesn't answer the door to maybe, trick or treat. Maybe, maybe he heard about this story. <laughs> Okay, 
Okay, very scary, yeah. So, Do you have any true stories? Yes, I have a story, a very scary story, and it's a true story as well, about a man from Texas who killed his son. Oh. On the 31st of October, 1974. And um, he did this, his motive was because he was in a lot of debt. He had to pay a lot of... Uh, loans and he had to sell his house in order to do this but it wasn't enough he still needed more money and so he took out some life insurance um, for his two children uh, which meant that his children would be worth $30,000 each if, if they died that's what he would receive oh. so very attractive reward so his his motive was quite strong there i think and so he took them out trick-or-treating around town and while they were trick-or-treating he put some sweets in their trick-or-treat bags but these sweets were not normal sweets they were laced with cyanide which is a very poisonous substance and So when the children got home, he said to them, you can eat one sweet before you go to bed. And he tried to persuade them to choose the sweet that he had poisoned. And so the children um, chose their sweets. And one of them chose the poisonous sweet and he ate it. And he complained of the bitter taste. And so the father gave him something to, to wash down the taste and then he started to vomit and they took him to hospital and he died oh dear it's terrible isn't it imagine um and so later after the boy was buried the insurance company told the police that he had taken out insurance um just a few months before the death uh the death of the son so So he was suspicious for the murder. The police became very suspicious and then he was the prime suspect and they found further evidence um, in his house. They found some cyanide and um, luckily his daughter didn't eat that sweet. But um, yeah, the father was put in prison um, for life. Um, So, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, I'm scared now. Yeah, so be very careful. (laughs) <laughs> before you eat your sweets oh god that's a horrible story I have uh, another story but this is an urban legend and yeah it's supposed to be a scary story but it's also quite funny at the same time Okay. so this is about a babysitter mm-hmm. I think yeah, in the United States so she went to babysit in a house yeah, and then the parents were going out for dinner Mm-hmm. And the kids um, were staying with the babysitter, so they had dinner, and then the f- the father of the family he told the babysitter when they have had dinner, then you put them into bed, and then I don't want you to be like going around the house. So this is going to be your room. You can stay in this room and watch a film or something. Mm-hmm. And then she, yeah, she did what he said. He, she put the children in their beds, uh, and then when they were sleeping, she went to her bedroom, and she started to watch uh, some TV. And 
itself, there was a statue of a clown, mm-hmm. and she didn't really like it. She was uh, quite scared, and it was disturbing her. So yeah. uh, she she didn't want to go to another room because she was told that that was her room. So she rang the father of the family, and she said, "Like, I'm sorry to bother you, but uh, there is a statue of a clown here, and I'm really feeling very uncomfortable. I no, I want to go to a different room if you don't mind." Clowns can be quite scary, can't they? Yeah, and he said, "Get out of that room, go and get the children, lock the door, and call the police." And she oh. was like, "What? Why?" She was. He was like, "Just do what I'm telling you Just and do, do it, it quickly." Yeah. 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 So that's what she did. And then uh, the police came to the house and everything. And yes, yeah, she said there was like a like a small statue of a, of a clown in the room. And I didn't like it, but I, I don't know. I don't understand why I had to call the police. And he said, well, the problem is that we don't have a statue of a clown oh my in the house. <gasps> And oh. then, uh, and also, the problem is that our children have been complaining, like for the last few weeks, that they've been seeing a clown every night. But mm-hmm. we thought they were having nightmares. Yeah, thought they were. Yeah. And then they discovered that this man. Well, they got him. It was a little. It was a midget. That oh. means it's oh. a very small man. A midget. Midget. A yeah. Midget clown. Un, un enano. Yeah, who was dressed up as a clown. Mm. And he had been living in the house. He managed to live in the house for a few weeks <laughs> uh, because the house was really big. So mm-hmm. he managed to feed himself and everything. Yeah. And that night, maybe he was planning to kill the children or I don't know. But uh, he was in that room and then the babysitter went inside and he was surprised. He didn't know what to do. So he decided to stay there. As if he was <laughs> a sculptor. Yeah, he didn't know where to hide, so he just pretended yeah. to be a statue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so it's just an urban legend, that one. Yeah, so... Uh, don't think that's true. No, we don't know if it's true or not. Okay. But clowns are definitely scary. scary. <laughs> and how do you say clown in Spanish? Payaso. Payaso. Okay, and the scariest story now um, is quite scary for us because we actually live in Cambridge. Um, It's a story of the Cambridge Halloween murderer. Um, And he's been murdering, well, students uh, for the last three years, I think, on Halloween here in Cambridge. Um, And what what can you tell us about the, the murders? that have taken place here? Well, uh, there was one uh, two years ago and there was an Italian girl. She was she went out in town and she was going to just get her bike, to ride her bike back home. Mm-hmm. And when she got to her bike, uh, she didn't have any air in, the, in her tires. Mm. The tires were completely flat and they had been stabbed. Oh. So someone had put a knife on there, so oh they didn't goodness. have any air. Yeah. And so she just had to walk back home because it was at night, uh, the shops were not open, so she just walked with her bike. 
mm-hmm. back home and through through sort of a dark yeah through area a, of town yeah through the park and then they they didn't see her again but a few days later there were some kids near the river and they saw a pumpkin floating mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. river and then they were like, oh look there is a pumpkin and then coming out of the pumpkin there was the body of oh. this italian student my goodness yeah so the pumpkin was actually put on her head mm-hmm. yeah the mother put the pumpkin on her head um, and that's the sign that this serial killer has to show that it's him committing the murders it's like his own personal yeah sign mm. okay and uh, also and there was another one i think yeah there was last another year, story yeah last year also a french girl was killed she went to a party and uh, she was feeling a bit tired so she went into one of the rooms in the house just for for a little nap and the next morning they opened the door and they saw her lying on the bed and she had a pumpkin on her head mm. and a knife on her chest but people thought it was part of the costume yeah but it wasn't she was dead and so they yeah. didn't discover it until the end of the day no they thought she was sleeping still yeah so with a hangover yeah they knew it was the cambridge halloween killer Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this year everyone is very scared and um, the police, uh, well, the chief inspector of this investigation, which is PC Keith Barlett, mm. he's been talking about the increased security uh, and he's released statements telling the students not to go alone on that night. Yeah, this Wednesday, the 31st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be very aware of people that are carrying pumpkins because it could be the... Cambridge killer. Yeah, so if you see anyone with a pumpkin, don't talk to him. Um, Just run away. Yeah, and what do they actually know about the killer? Do they know anything about him? Uh, what what he looks like or her? It could they be. yeah, they say that he's a man uh, because of the footprints, and they believe that he's in his twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think he's a young man, mm-hmm. and they also think that he could be a teacher. Because uh, both mm-hmm. uh, both girls that were killed were students of an English academy in Cambridge, mm. and they also found a pen uh, near the cr- in the crime scene, like the typical pens that teachers used to write on whiteboards and on flip charts. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I'm not really sure if uh, we are going out um, for Halloween. No, maybe better to stay at home. Yeah. yeah. Bueno, entonces, eso es todo por hoy. Si quieres conseguir las traducciones y las transcripciones y unos ejercicios con el vocabulario clave, puedes conseguirlo como siempre en nuestra página web, amigosingleses.com. Muy bien, entonces, we have to go now, ¿no? We'll ah, see you in the next podcast. No, uh, you forgot to tell our listeners about the pumpkin that you bought oh, yeah. for Halloween. Well, that can wait, maybe in the next podcast. We oh, you said you were go- we were going to decorate it today. Yes. Show it to me. It's, well, a, it's there. It's oh, God, it's huge. Yeah, it's a big, big pumpkin. And, uh, yeah, I bought it yesterday. 
Oh, I see you've started uh, carving some of the pumpkin. Yeah, shall we start carving it now? Do you want to? Yeah, but uh, what, what have you done to it? Why have you cut off the bottom of the pumpkin? This pumpkin is for your head. Ah! <laughs> Psst. Hey, how's it going? No has entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más, para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com.